Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitri Carr, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. So I think it's so funny what I wanted to share yesterday about wrestling with these truths within the Kundalini Yoga environment, if you will. Um, because now I'm having <laughs> a similar wrestle in my mind with the traditional religious faith that I practice. Because here's the thing, you, you can't like leave one religion for another. Like for some people, Kundalini Yoga is their religion. And it's like they've left the, the faith of their birth and replaced it with Kundalini Yoga. But um, you're going to have, you're going to have the same problems everywhere you go. That's the thing. So I was sharing all about wrestling with the truths of Yogi Bhajan is amazing, but also an abuser. And um, the technology works and, and is incredible, but also people were abused by Yogi Bhajan. That's, that's a lot of truths to hold together. And then in the traditional faith that I practice, the religion, there was a big announcement over the last couple days. And it's like the media grabs onto it and twists it and turns it into something else, which is obviously the evil one trying to keep people from the truth, right? Um, if you think about how evil works, evil always takes something that's true and perverts it. And so it's interesting to see how I'm like, I'm a new convert. Like, this is a faith that is connected to the faith I was born in, but it's a much deeper more authentic version of it, if you will. So I'm really a newcomer. I, I fully admit I don't fully understand all of it, but I do know that practicing kundalini yoga and holding that high vibration does give me more understanding than most people because I know that my, my lower chakras for the most part are clear and open. And so I also have the higher chakras open versus most people who practice religion. If they're not also practicing Kundalini or they don't have a steady physical practice, like they don't work out a lot or they're not meditative, they're not doing mind work. If they're not doing those things, then they're not getting enough breath work. So their awareness is low and they're, they're probably all blocked up in their lower chakras. If they're super religious, but not engaging their body, mind and soul, similar to how we do in kundalini yoga. Um, so it's it's hard to have to hold the truth that for me, this religion is the ultimate truth. And the people who believe this have access to some of the ultimate truth. But I also have to recognize the truth that just because they have access to the truth doesn't mean that they understand it or are willing to fight the evil one. We have so many tools in our faith for spiritual warfare and for fighting the evil one. But it's crazy to see how people will just believe the media, just trust it, even though we have all of these warnings in the faith saying like, don't, don't trust the evil one, like don't defy authority, trust, trust and faith. They're like the same thing. When you have faith in something, you're trusting in something. And when you have faith in a religion that has a spiritual hierarchy of authority, 
you have to trust that authority. You can't constantly be assuming that the authority of your religion is wrong because then you, you're not having faith in the system that God set up in your system of belief. It's like totally faithless. And it's funny to see how that sort of happens in every religion. There's no religion that is free from that problem because we see it in Kundalini Yoga with all of the original Kundalini Yoga people who left Sikhism. You know, they had they had abandoned the faith of their birth. They found Yogi Bhajan and went on this journey with him and became Sikhs and grew out all their hair. That's one of the things Yogi Bhajan teaches that if you if you cut your hair, you're you're cutting off like your antenna to your higher self, which I've experimented with it. And I actually agree. Um, your hair does affect your electromagnetic field and cutting your hair does affect that. I, I experimented with it and I absolutely agree. Um, but for them to all suddenly cut their hair, take off their turban and no longer live that lifestyle, they lost faith in their religion because of a human. And that's the same thing that I'm seeing happen in my religion. And it happens in all of them. Um, it's just, I guess, part of the journey of faith. Like I, I almost wonder, because I know some people in my life who are very big in their religious faith, but they've never had a crisis of their faith. Like they found their faith when they were young and they've never deviated from it. And that almost makes me wonder, like, how strong is your faith if you've never been tested to that degree? Um, yeah, so I, I kind of wonder about it. But it's interesting because I've, I've been in this big argument with someone about the faith I practice and how they totally do not trust the authority and they're trusting the media over their authority. And it's like I'm citing sources and I have all of the facts that back up my argument that say that we can trust this authority. Like, don't trust, don't trust what your eyes and your ears are telling you on this because that's all from the media. You're being brainwashed. And it's like, it's like they can't understand my words. It's like something is blocking their awareness. And it's the same thing that happens with psychopaths, narcissists, and sociopaths. Something blocks their awareness of the truth of other people's experience and their emotions. And when it's just a dead block like that, like a brick wall, we know that's the evil one because God enlightens us. God brings us the truth. God opens us up. And the opposite of all of that is not of God. Anyway, I just, I think it's interesting. Um, wrestling with, with our faith is so much healthier than just abandoning it, for sure. Because I've abandoned it before. And being without faith, it spirals you so quickly. It definitely, it makes mental illness worse. And that's why faith is so important. If you struggle with depression or anxiety, OCD, any of those things, schizophrenia, bipolar, all of those things get better with faith because you have that one stable foundation that you're always coming back to. Even things like personality disorders, like um, they've done studies that show that psychopaths and sociopaths are less psychopathic and less sociopathic when they have a faith that they practice. 
because they do have something stable and they they have awareness of something outside of them and it, it stabilizes them. And with, with borderline personality disorder, that's an interesting one to me because um, if you know anything about the twin flame journey, a big part of that experience is feeling abandoned by your partner. But the interesting thing is if you recognize that feeling abandoned by your partner isn't your partner's fault, but it's an opportunity from God to recognize that God has never abandoned you. So even though you feel like you've abandoned, instead of turning and getting mad at your partner, run to God and say, God, I feel abandoned and let God console you. Then what you're doing is you're giving yourself spiritual graces through the perception that your partner has abandoned you, which is just so cool to me. It's so cool to me that that's part of the journey. And my understanding of twin flames is that that was what was going on with Jesus and Mary Magdalene. But of course, that's extremely controversial among Christians. Um, the Jesus in India people, I don't know if they go that far in their teachings, but that's, that's what I have, that's what's come to me in the visions I've received about twin flames and Jesus. But, um, I haven't, I haven't studied too much of the Jesus in India thing because I sort of already feel like I kind of know what it's about. And, um, I was watching a, a free workshop event thing. It was mostly just a free event to try to sell their multi-day event, um, so I didn't get a ton out of it. You know, they, they don't want to give it all away. But everything that they were saying was stuff that I kind of already knew um, intuitively. So I'm pretty sure I'm on the right track about all of it. But yeah, this is sort of a rambling update. Yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. Wrestling with our faith so much better than abandoning it. Recognizing that when we can come to our faith with humility of not knowing all of it and being okay with that. It's really hard, but it's very beneficial for the spiritual journey.